0: Squelch
1: Welcome back to Squelch, I'm Dano. And I'm Ed at Arms and we're here to remind everyone that Hearthstone is a game and that games are supposed to be fun. We have no reviews to read today. It's been 23 days since our last podcast review. Uh, so we are joined uh, by a special guest today because Enthrallman thought he would spend some time with his family. Boo. Because I guess I guess they're more important than us. So just remember that, everybody. Um, Enthrallman thinks his family is more important than you. Um, but we are joined by Ridiculous Hat. Um, Hat, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Because I think you might be kind of okay at it
2: repeatedly every day of my entire life i want to point out by the way <laughs> that enthralement is so in tune with the memes that not podcasts. he chose family like vin diesel that's what this week has been about <laughs> choosing family so joel i'm Let's proud of run. you for being so wired into the memes <laughs> uh, fast 29 oh god well, what's that in metric he's canadian and that's like no oh, it's true no idea. No, he's going to tell and, us the,
1: the the temperature soon as well to be Celsius. I'm like, it's a, that means nothing. Those numbers don't yeah. mean anything to me. No. Yeah, he said it was 33 <laughs>
3: degrees last yet yeah, last week, and I'm like, that that seems nice and chilly. Yeah, sounds like <laughs> Canada jacket weather. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you're both you're
2: both from the from the mid north, whatever region of the country you are, where it's 33 degrees is like yeah shorts. Yeah. Yeah. No, I am
1: further north than in Thralmond, actually, I believe so. Or mm. pretty close to it. Yeah. Um, and technically, Detroit is north yeah. of Canada, so that makes sense.
0: hmm Yeah.
3: So um, so last week, we recorded our bonus episode with Avantis about fireside gatherings and innkeeping. Uh, we, it was a great show. It was a lot of fun. Um, I know and uh, Avantis had a lot of fun. I know I had a lot of fun. I don't know. If I Dan had a lot of fun. I, I was, did.
1: It was an absolute blast. It was, yeah. it was the most fun.
3: Yeah. So this month, our patron bonus interview episode is going to be about uh, with a free to play player and um, none of us are free to play
2: and no, so we, anything close to that I'm and free to play we, except for all the money I spent yeah <laughs>
3: <laughs> so we're asking for some help if you know anyone who's free to play and wants to talk about it on a podcast with a couple of doofuses um, shoot us a message on discord twitter uh, email
1: smoke signal whatever free to play people use to talk All those to people. are appropriate. Yeah. Yeah, I um I mean, at one point I was free to play. ish I guess never really cuz I'd always bought like nax and then and then um the other one. Why am I forgetting about Blackrock Mountain? Yeah. Um so never really was free to play, I guess. Um
3: I I used but, to I used to do the MSN or Bing search for Amazon credit to get and put the Hearthstone packs at one point cuz I would refused ooh. To like spend actual money and then I'm like, you know what? I have a job.
2: It's- I can do this by myself. <laughs> Matt, life is too short to use Bing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's too short to use Bing. I I am I am a I, I like
1: Microsoft products. I, I think people know this about me. Bing is not okay. No. That's just like of like just terrible. And like My main problem is that it doesn't then find the things you're edge. looking
2: for, but outside of that it's fine, I guess.
1: Yeah. I I primarily use DuckDuckGo. Um, for my search engine. But if I have to find something, I'll have to. I'll go use Google. Like if I actually need to find it's, something, if you need I have to, to use, use the search because... function <laughs> and then, like actually search for things.
2: Like I don't know. It's it's Google is it's so good at knowing difference. what you're looking for too. Like you can type in a vaguely tangential thought, and it will just find the immediate thing you're looking for, and it will be the first result. It,
1: yeah, it, I mean, and, and it's it's creepy at. Because it is creepy, to be fair, like <laughs> it's because of all the stuff they're storing, um. But it works really, really well, so you can't fault them about that, really. Um. But yeah, I was I was what was I I was searching for something specific last week. I don't remember what it was, but I was looking through DuckDuckGo, and I was like, this isn't even close. I popped up Google, um, and it popped it was first thing I was like, man, that's, <laughs> that's <pretty remarkable." laughs> it was some error message I was having. I don't remember what it was. I was running into some sort of. Oh, I remember what it was. I was looking for podcast buttons because I want to – I'm trying to update our website to have, like, the actual podcast buttons instead of, like, just the text thing. And I was trying to find, like, you know, Amazon Amazon Music Podcast. But well, it's – you know, it's I'm, – I'm a geek. So I was looking for that. And DuckDuckGo couldn't get me anywhere close to it. But I'd Google it. I'd Google it and Google. And he was like, here you go, exactly what you're looking for. I'm like, oh, thanks, Google. Uh, You terrify me. (laughs) It's really, if you think
2: about it, Google is not the problem. Google is the symptom of the future we have opted into of, you know, that meme of like back in the day, people were worried about wiretaps. And now it's like, hey, Alexa, what uh, you wiretap, what's a recipe for pancakes? And you just ask it what you want to spend money on. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I was um I was thinking about so I was like back in like the early '90s mid '90s I was a big fan of um cyberpunk the genre of cyberpunk which is about like supercorps taking over the world and like people jacking into the internet to kind of like fight the the power of the of the mega corporations right and like I thought about that now and they they some like more like cyberpunk recently came out with a terrible video game um but I was thinking about it and why is a genre it's dead it's it's because it's reality it's the now. world we live in yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but also if we're going to go back to the 90s you know why it's not the world we live in because we failed at our one mission the 90s gave us which is to hack the planet we failed oh, right, to hack though? the planet
1: this is this is the i will die on a lot of hills but the hill i will die on the hardest is 90s movies were the best movies That's like great. i i don't i'm not one of those old people and i am old i'm 40 in a couple of weeks um who, like, thinks that music was better than the 90s? I think music – current music is amazing. I'm a big fan of of almost all current metal genres. I think they're just incredible. Like, better than anything when I was a kid. Um, But, uh, man, movies now compared to movies back in the 90s, I just – I'm sorry. Like, it just – they were so good. They were so good.
2: So in I honor recently, of the discussion we had in the Squelch cast, I, I tweeted about this. I rewatched GoldenEye recently. Now, I will say some things didn't hold up as well. The gender roles back then – the nineties were a different time. <laughs> the main antagonist, uh, not the main antagonist, w- was you know was Janice, and like it was Sean being with slight makeup to make him look disfigured. So you know it was it was really her- horrendous. Um, but his chief sidekick henchwoman was, uh, you remember her name? You remember Zena her name? on the top. Xenia on the top. Yeah. <laughs> Don't think you could do that anymore. And uh, you know she had this whole like. Well, kink it's thing about worst. murdering people and uh, there was just a lot of stuff that I don't think would have translated but also it was super good and not because it was good but in spite of it, its own I don't. how do I put it? Within the first 15 minutes of the movie Pierce Brosnan there's a plane running away the pilot it's has so been good. shot by Pierce Brosnan the plane is still <laughs> like going towards a cliff which is for some reason, the end of the runway, there's just a cliff that goes straight down. I, I don't know. Seems it like a makes hazard. sense. I mean, it it's sense. so you
1: get proper lift, right? I mean, I think I, that's how that works. <laughs> I,
2: I'm, I'm not a plane doctor. I don't know, but maybe it seems plausible. I don't know enough to refute it. And so he, he the decision that, that Pierce Brosnan makes is, that plane is running away. I'm going to shoot this guy and take his motorcycle to catch up to the plane. Now, he fails to catch up to the plane in time. The plane goes over the cliff. So he, his next decision is, I'm going to catch up to it. In the air, drives the motorcycle over the cliff, skydives into the plane, pulls mm-hmm. the plane out of the cliff, and flies away and survives, and then the rest of the movie happens. How <laughs> can you top that? How can you do better than that? So, Dan, the short version is I think you're right.
1: Yeah, I was – yeah, mm-hmm. I mean I'm I'm going to take it. I was telling Matt before the show, days, I watched Days of Confused right after that same conversation. Still, it's just a wonderful gem of a movie. Just still so wonderful. And you know what? Um, As
2: you get older, that movie stays the same age. Yes, it does. (laughs) Yes, it does. All right. right.
0: Here we go. (laughs) Hello, old friend.
1: Let's meet for tea after the match, shall we? Alright, so let's talk about Hearthstone. Um, I'm gonna get started. So I continue to play Hurry Up and Wait Warrior, which is what I have called um Rush Warrior, but you take out five of the good cards and you put in the watch posts.
2: Um by the way, it is spoilers. That deck's actually good. You're going to see so it in the good. report this Thursday. The vicious indicator, like <laughs> it's, not it's, like fake Good. I'm not sure if Cargill is good. The four watch posts actually kind of belong in the deck statistically. So, but I'm sorry for telling you this because now that you know, the deck is good. You're going to stop playing it.
1: Uh, I don't know. There's nothing else. I think the only other class that might get me going, this is because of priest. And we'll talk about that later in the show. Why? Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but I, w- I went, nine and one yesterday with it and three, zero with it today. Um, it is just great, and I had thought beforehand it's because I was playing against some jank at seven x because i I didn't play a bunch last month because we went on vacation and then before vacation, you have to get ready for vacation and after vacation, you have to like, you know get over being on vacation. and so like I played just a little bit. I hope that my win rate had been good enough. I had a really good win rate that month, even though it was on a small sample size of games, but I guess like, the game was like, nah, dude, you play a lot of jank and you're going to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm climbing my way up the hard way, but that's fine. Um, I'm having a lot of fun while doing it. Um, and then I also started playing through my Fire Festival quests, Fire with an I, not with a Y. Um, and a wonderful meme, by the way, that you posted in the Discord. Hat. Um, but... Uh, but uh, yeah, I played against. I played my first game of Wild, in, I think a year at least. And it was it was an all fire spell uh, mage mirror, and I was like, well, "This is appropriate." So, <laughs> so <laughs> um, I had to play two because I only got nine fire spells off the first because I drew so badly. And in, in the all fire spell mage mirror, you don't want like random AOE spells, which is what I got, and then double pyroblast, which I didn't get to. But um, but I, I so I started working through my fire
2: festival quest as well. So, um. Hat, what have you been doing this week? So, I'm going to ignore what it says in the show notes. Um, I I got my fire. <laughs> so, I got my fire festival. Uh, uh, the first quest I got done, I have to remind myself, and I have to remind other people, there are 21 days to do these quests, and they don't take up a daily quest slot, so don't feel the need to rush them. But I did do the fire spell today. My, uh, so, in the Tavern Brawl, I just built a deck that was, I went to out of cards and filtered by wild format, mage spells, fire, and just clicked until it filled 30 cards put it in the deck i actually didn't own a second forbidden flame so i subbed in a an effigy i you know
1: i had to craft three spells for the list that you gave that you posted that was i think uh clicked all the fire spells that you could find in the that wild. was exactly what it was yes the name but of that I was deck, like, by the know, way
2: is uh is dumpster fire that's what we're calling it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's i mean it's perfect
1: for what it is um yeah. and i had to craft the three cards and like my thought process was well i could just try and find replacements Or I I could just craft them, and then being the whale that I am, I'm like, it's going to be quicker just to craft these things, so I just crafted three spells I will never ever use again.
2: (laughs) The limiting factor for you is not your dust count, so I think you'll be fine, but I chose not to craft the second Forbidden Flame because (laughs) it's an epic, and I kept one because I know how Reno Mage used to work, and now it doesn't even play that. I could probably dust the other one, but I kept it. Um, So my opponent had the same idea of clear 10 fire spells in one game. I was playing thirty fire spells mage with no minions. They just played Exodia mage, and I got my ten fire spells out of the way. And they're like, "Okay, cool." Molten Reflection, Molten Reflection, Fireball eight times. <laughs> they won. <laughs> I didn't concede. I wanted them to not do this to that's, somebody else. That's smart. Yeah, and but I don't you know.
1: know, I think letting somebody have their fun is also it is a it is a good kind thing to do. You know, when
2: well, <laughs> I was playing on mobile. I I. Turned my phone, like I just shut the screen off of my phone and put it down and then went and got a beer. Like it's it's I don't want to act like, like I'm some paragon off, of virtue here. It's just there the rest of the game didn't require me to participate, so I didn't have to, and then I got my pack. So it was okay. Um but otherwise, I haven't played standard since THL ended. And I'm not like opposed to it. I just don't feel the pull to do it right now. Mm-hmm. Wild is cool, there's a lot of nostalgia to be found there, and also I stand by the idea that the border of nine x ten x MMR wild is the best Hearthstone it's, there is because is. everyone just does whatever. I found a deck list that apparently is pretty good for Death Rattle Hunter. And when you're thinking Death Rattle Hunter, you're probably thinking a different deck than this is. This is like Bad Luck Albatross Necromechanic Terran Gore Fiend Hunter, where you play you play Barack Obama to draw, play dead, feign death, nine lives. That is mm-hmm. what Barack Cotabama I'm with you. draws. So I'm with you. <laughs> I was playing an iPad and I wish I had a replay. I was against a warrior. It was not an odd warrior, but it was uh, some kind of risky skipper based warrior. I don't know what their deal was. The I posted a screenshot where they had 45 cards in their deck and I had eight. Because when you have Necromechanic down and you, bat, and you feign death, two bad luck albatrosses and a carnivorous cube full of bad luck albatrosses, that game is for the birds now. And they had a lot of birds in their deck And after I got them above the 50 mark They conceded everything about
1: it. this deck is something that I want to do by the way like when you, you posted a screenshot of it I was like well this deck looks wonderful I saw pantry spiders I saw albatrosses oh, yeah. Well, so the pantry like... spider was fused with an
2: iron bark iron fur grizzly iron something grizzly I forget which one it well, is that,
1: the taunting yeah. the bear right I yeah. saw
2: that from rexer that's not in the base deck I posted the base deck in our in our group chat there so you can play that later um it's actually surprisingly not bad even though the margins are thin on games where you win versus you lose but you can like play dead and explode of sheep and that's four damage to everything and you also get to like necromechanic play dead your uh the three mana two four quillboard and gain eight life back and so there were a couple games where i gained back 16 life in a turn and <laughs> it was okay you know it's not tier one but it's like it's not embarrassing mm-hmm. and it qualifies as tier fun without the caveat that like you can't actually win games with this deck um so i is... trying those sort of things in
1: wild that is my like my perfect bad deck area. It's like I don't want to play a truly bad deck because losing yeah. every game is not fun. Yeah. Um, but like there is a sort of pressure that comes along with playing the best decks that I find very unfun. Um so finding that like a good tier two deck is like my sweet spot in Hearthstone. Like a really like like it's a good deck, but you play some
2: jank in it, right? Where it's like these, okay. are, these are coin Conceit <laughs> listener series decks. It's I call them tier one adjacent, right? Like they're <laughs> definitely not in the tier one area. But in the listener series I'll bring some goofy stuff that has a chance of winning games, but it's clearly not the thing to do if you wanna like push legend. But it it can work. So that's kind of the area I've been living in. And right now, my game's diet is pretty balanced. I'm playing Runeterra most days. Um, I've actually moved off of Slay the Spire for a bit. I was playing it every day for a while. And then I'm like, let me cool on this for a while. Um, (laughs) Still doing Hearthstone most days. And there are a bunch of fun indie games I'm trying out. Tainted Grail is pretty cool. Slipways is super cool. It's, you know, Civilization. It's a 4X. This is a 3X. There's no combat. It's only a resource trading game where you create trade routes between planets super simple it's like a roguelike slipways i'll send you a link it's like a roguelike civilization 3x where there's a hard turn limit and you play for score
1: and it's designed
2: to finish a game in 60 minutes or less i'll post it you should yeah. both buy it and then tell me how much you enjoyed it. it's 17 dollars right now developed by yeah. one person
1: god that's fun that, yeah, that, that sounds, that, 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 sounds that, right up my alley
3: Subnautica is
1: on sale in the Steam sale right now. So I finally got around to buying Subnautica and I started playing that and it is, boy, if you want to just do nothing in a video game, that is a game where it's like, there's a story there, but who cares? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so i had, i've been I've been following Nautica for ages to wait for that to come on sale, and it finally did. And I was like, "All right, here we go. <laughs> We're gonna put some time into this. We're just gonna sit back in the in the comfy chair and just build a base." <laughs> All right, Matt, what have you done? Uh, I got the Detended Standard somehow. Playing Johnberry
3: ba- John Druid, uh, Johnberry Druids, a ton of fun, and I love Malagosing or not. I'm sorry, Yogging people as much as I can. I love the new Yog card. It's It looks so hard, that Jambre Druid. Not really. Um, it's just you just play spells, play your owls for cheap and like Arbor up and you're fine. And then like you nice. And then you play like that eight mana spell with the solar eclipse and you get sixteen armor and two large cards. Two large sure. random things. That's good. It's
1: it's a lot of fun. Some delete luck. A fun card to play against.
3: Yeah, some delete lock, because I'm 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 a masochist. <laughs> um <laughs> Ton of wild. I've been playing a ton of wild and just kind of like bouncing between tax paladin, even hunter, galakron shaman, and cute luck, which is like I just kind of bounce between those four decks, having a ton of fun with cute luck, sure. like drawing my entire deck out on turn four and having a bunch of like uh, one like you know wisps and like desk imps and whatever
1: else is zero and oh snow flipper penguins, so oh the,
2: yeah the cutest the card, card by the way yes
1: just the cutest yep. um, tax pal, then you're going to have to describe tax Paladin and behind just other than just like, you know, I am not quite sure I follow there. Sure. It's uh it's a paladin deck. That's top set at four, man. with call
3: to arms and rally. <laughs> um, you play. Um, basically you just play the, uh, the one of the most actually impactful cards in Wild is a Nurubrar Weblord. It's a two mana one four. Your battle, your opponent's battle cries. Oh, I'm sorry, all
1: battle cries, co- minions battle cries cost two more. I'm aware of the card. I just unaware
2: that it was played. Yeah, because it's surprisingly um, meta-defining in Wild. Yeah, <laughs> because it? it stops Reno. Right? It stops like, Reno. It, it, it stops Reno. It stops. Stops Zephyr. It
3: stops Kazakus.
2: Yeah.
3: A lot of stuff in Wild is battle cry based. Like it completely shuts down. Uh, uh, was the uh, the Warlock deck. Um, uh, why am I blanking on the name of this deck? The, the Giants Warlock deck. Turbo Turbo Handlock. Dark, Dark Lair. Like, uh, Dark Lair, yeah. Yes. Completely shuts down Dark Lair. Um, especially if you get two of them out. It's just like, it, I can't do anything. Um, yeah. <laughs> playing a ton of BGs. Like, I got on a run where I had like four games in a row with Dark Moon Prizes and I had so much fun. Um, That's awesome. So I've been playing a ton of Hearthstone. I've also created a squelch team racing team in F- f1 2020 for some reason because I just why knew- not yeah you know so that you know it, so the car livery <laughs> looks like the squelch logo <laughs> you know and i'm just racing with like one guy from formula 2 and you know in the, in the midfield and having fun
1: just because you know i'm i'm a big racing nerd that's what i've been doing Squelch adjacent things there's a new season of diablo dropping soon i think i'm not gonna play it though is there anything different in this one yeah there's always something different in the new season but i think it's like my not diablo season season yeah where i just skip the season because that's what i do in diablo yeah where it's like yeah
3: yeah it's like this it's just like sometimes they just yeah we just like take a season off and just come back in six months and we'll be happy again
1: yeah, that's yeah. the fun part about Diablo seasons, to be it's honest. It's just always there. It's just always there. It's just always well, and there.
2: Blizzard games, for some reason, there's something about Blizzard games in particular, Blizzard, well, and Riot. Th- there are a bunch of games like this. Um, there's been a period for the past 15, 20 years even where lifestyle gaming makes you feel like you have to identify with a game to play that game. And you can be a Diablo gamer or a Hearthstone gamer or whatever and also do other stuff and sometimes take a minute off of Hearthstone or Diablo. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. And maybe we're all starting to realize that finally because game as service doesn't mean that you are an indentured servant of that game. Um, Diablo's... like If there's ever a time in your life where you say, I want to kill some demons, mm-hmm. your options are open. But it's not like you go to log into Diablo and said, you didn't log in last season, you don't get to play right now. Yeah. It never is going to happen.
1: Yeah. It's, um, it's such an interesting moment it's such an interesting game genre right which i guess i understand why they have a hard time with the, like like diablo's hard because how do you monetize a game that is forever being like they they, like it's continued to be like it needs to be maintained right otherwise the game is just dead but like you're not making money off this game so it's it's I mean I feel like they they blew it with the they could have I mean there could be things that could have been done for sure. Um Well, there they was goofed a up Diablo, but There's there was, a, there was um, like a
3: second planned expansion that was dropped like immediately. I know that but for like sure. The, but like the
1: last season of Diablo was maybe the most fun I've ever had with an ARPG. Like ever. Like Diablo 2 um like any iteration of Diablo 3 so much stinking fun. Um I've talked about this show before. Like that for that like for it to be I mean it's a game on that's barely being that's I mean, it's a, on life support, right? Like it's hardly getting any sort of service from mm-hmm. from Blizzard, which is fine because right. it's an old game.
2: Well, so but, how much money do they have to spend to pay the few coders they have left to maintain people's interest in the franchise, so that there are slightly more people playing when Diablo Four comes out, and then they buy that game? Your the oh, monetization it, right? is future sales, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, then you got Diablo Two dropping in what September? Yeah. So like that that date right. is actually. Because the ben.
2: sequel to three is both two and four simultaneously. We're just Avengers what? Endgaming where you go back to go forward, <laughs> and, 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 eventually <laughs> and eventually
3: Immortals going to come out, and it's going to be it's going to be something.
2: I'm going to play it. I, I am too. Absolutely, one hundred percent going to play it. Yeah, um, because it's it looks fun, and everyone I've talked to says like, "Yo, this is dope."
1: I am. I I think my biggest problem with it is everyone's like, "This is what Diablo." It's like the next successor for diablo 3 right and it's like but i i want that i want it on my computer <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm such an old man i'm or i want it on my switch like put it, let me play it yes. on my switch right um if you're gonna make it I've like hand but i've got like that.
2: i've got a secret pro tip reality check for you the best portable console is the ipad
1: i don't i don't i don't own any though i don't own have a, you considered I
2: purchasing one
1: Yes, to play chess on and take my chess lessons on, to be honest. Perfect. but um, Okay. Do you ever but, play Hearthstone
2: uh, on your phone? Do you ever Hearthstone on your phone? Do I you don't. Phone? I have Hearthstone okay. on
1: my phone, and I just update it um, whenever updates come out. That's all yeah. I play. I'd, I'm a weird – like the only games I play on my phone are the room games, those puzzle games.
2: Okay. Those are, the those are good. Own. Okay. So the iPad lets you play the room in <laughs> a bigger screen. And then also if you want to play Hearthstone or Terror, or something else or watch Netflix – the so i had a work ipad and it was given to me and we didn't really need ones but you know i used it for home media consumption but i didn't use it all that much i was like whatever i don't care and then they took it back after the furlough ended because somebody else actually needed to use it for work stuff and then i realized i missed it so i went on bought an ipad air um, and i use it every day it is by far my preferred device on the couch so, so great for the couch. So I play duels on it. I play BGs on it. I play Runeterra on it. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing for that purpose. And it's the best home console. And then when Diablo Immortal comes out, I'm going to take advantage of the screen space because I realized I'm getting old. I'm I'm 35 now. And that's kind of the cutoff line for if you have trouble reading this, you're just not going to do it anymore. Yeah. And so <laughs> the, the bigger screen is so important. <laughs>
1: yeah 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 i've uh i just um i've come to terms that i want to play the game i will download the game um and i probably won't play it which is fine like i don't care that i won't play it like i i I think i said on the show before like the more people who play diablo immortal that's more people playing diablo 4 which is more fun for me in the long run anyways Mm -hmm. um yeah so like even though a game is not for me, it can still be awesome and I can still be happy about it. Um and everything I've heard is that it's a super cool game. Um like I've watched some playthrough of it. I've read I've I've listened to some people who like, you know, the, the Diablo guys, right? I mean, um, and uh it, it sounds great. I, I'll I'll download it. I might not play it. Um but hey, I just I'm psyched that like there's Diablo content. That Blizzard is like fully like still there with Diablo. as a game franchise, um, and that's cool for me, right? I mean, I Blizzard I, like I love Blizzard games. Like I've like been playing Blizzard games since I was in high school. Like back in the '90s, we used to pack up my PC, bring it over to my cousin's house, and we would like have lands of Warcraft 2, right? Like that was that was high school, and so um, like to get to still play blizzard games and have them still be you know it's obviously a different world different blizzard but i still want to play those games like i still want, i want diablo 4 to be awesome i want diablo immortal to be awesome i want warcraft 3 reforged to not, not be bad um i want, the, I want diablo- <laughs> don't to be we good. all don't we all then and uh. like and you're not wrong
2: but it's not that like we're not playing the games because they're made by Blizzard. It's that Blizzard has made some dope games, yeah, and we have right? played dope games. But if they're not good, we don't play them. So it's it's not out of necessarily loyalty to the company. It's that the company has a consistently good track record, oh. and we continue to engage with the games that are good. But it's most of their games.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was playing. I, I remember playing Blizzard games before I knew what Blizzard games were. So I remember we used to like Rock and Roll Racing. That mm-hmm. was a a rent every week game for my sister and I. Like yeah. we would play rock and roll racing lost Vikings lost Vikings as some of my most fun video game memories growing up was lost Vikings. Simon's quest two is the most fun. Some of my probably the most fun video game memories re- growing up, but um, that was like elementary school eighties type of gaming. Um, but, uh, but lost Vikings. Oh my gosh, a blizzard game. I had no idea it was a blizzard game until they came out and said, Hey, we're, we're, you can buy these blizzard games on the switch. And I was like, that's our blizzard games. I knew lost. Vikings, I knew about uh, rock and roll racing, but I did not know lost Vikings was a blizzard game. Um, it's still so much stinking fun to play. I got that in the Switch and was playing it the other day. It's such a good game. Make, um, I just want them to make Rock and Roll Racing have online
3: multiplayer from like the Blizzard Anniversary Collection and I'd be the happiest ooh, man alive. That'd be
2: fun. I mean, and fun. I'm excited to see what Dreamhaven is doing because that's basically all of the old guard Blizzard people without mm-hmm. the corporate shackles. Because Mike Morheim is rich now and he's like, here, have some money. Let's make the old <laughs> stuff. And so, well, that's what I'm Blizzard really excited to see what they come too, up right, to. like
1: before blizzard like that's what made blizzard so great in the first place was it was always about making great games right that's why there's a blizzcon and there's not like there's a whole lot of other con, the companies that have their own specific con that is as as amazing as blizzcon well, right because it was they about made the made games one of the first the
2: real lifestyle games right like it's i remember the first time going to blizzcon was when i realized this is not a blizzard convention this is a WoW convention with other games here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Blizzard is is a WoW yeah. like WoW was so huge and so important and so evolutionary, that revolutionary that the convention you walk in the center statue is this giant WoW thing and it's it is almost entirely like. WoW-based until you realize that also Hearthstone and Overwatch are the other two of the big three, or at least were. I don't know where Overwatch is doing right now. No idea, but I don't feel like it's in a great spot. No. But it's yeah. WoW and Hearthstone are the two big properties. I know WoW is going through some stuff right now, like it always seems to be, because that player base is uh They,
3: they release content old. and people are mad.
2: It's, They're the, the, <laughs> the word I'm going to use is, this is the word that I use at the theater when we have, like... Uh, senior citizens come in and cause problems persnickety <laughs> persnickety is the word That's so the i don't know what's going like- on over there um but like wow was always been their cash cow and they hit it rich with that but also it was i mean it was always about the games but in the 90s you had to be about the games because the work-life balance was just not there and if you didn't care about making a dope game you just stopped being in the industry And so they stayed in the industry and they made a bunch of really great games back to back to back to back and it worked out. They're still all about that but there's a lot more corporate stuff going on now and it's a company that's been around longer and and so on and so forth. I don't know. It's it's interesting to see though like
3: how – like some of these ex-Blizzard people are coming out with – like they're starting – they're starting – stuff starting to trickle out like the new like storybook brawl which is yes. basically battlegrounds but with like a little bit more complexity and a little bit of changes. Did you play it? I downloaded it. I haven't had a chance to play it yet. It looks interesting.
2: It looks like battlegrounds.
3: It looks a lot like battlegrounds, but there's a little bit more complexity with like back row
1: minions and there's treasures and it's yeah. it's done by Matt Place who used to we used to be in the Hearthstone team. So to be fair so, for like battlegrounds type games, I mean battlegrounds accidentally became genre defining. Like yeah, which I think is amazingly funny. Which I mean, you still you it's look tremendous. at Blizzard Games, right? Like it's they still sometimes just go out there, like and Hearthstone did it too, right? It's like okay, we're just gonna put a small team on this. We'll just go see what happens, and then oops, oops, we defining a genre. Like.
2: It's there. So this is the thing that Blizzard has done: hire really smart people, and then when they start doing something, get out of their way and let them finish it, yep. and then accidentally win a genre. And they've done that a whole bunch of times. Storybook brawl, the I was in the closed beta for this. The feedback I gave was, I like the little twists you did. I like the additions. This is extremely evocative of BGs, and I don't know if it's too close, but it was the first thing I thought of, and I didn't stop thinking about it. So I a lot of friends are interested in it, but they're also the same friends that are interested in BGs. And maybe so the thing about modern games. You've all seen a bunch of trailers for, like, Ender Lilies or Crowsworn or whatever that are all Hollow Knight-esque, mm-hmm. like, extremely Hollow knight How close now is the difference between a knockoff and a new genre? And I don't know the answer to that. I don't know if Storybrooke Brawl is, like, a Battlegrounds-like, the way that there are Souls-likes that are clearly, like, Mortal Shell is clearly just, like, a Dark Souls thing Storybook Brawl is clearly a Battlegrounds thing. Ender is clearly a Hollow Knight thing. It, are we at the point where you can be that close to an existing property and be that evocative and it's a good thing instead of a bad thing?
1: Because well, back in so. the day, we
2: used to call them C&C clones, right? Or Warcraft clones.
1: Yeah. Like if you look at um, the record of Lotus War, right? The one that came out this last year. That's just that that is straight up a, a, a Castlevania game. Like it's a Castlevania yeah. game, game made in twenty twenty one, right? It's a it's a Metroidvania genre, right? It's just, it, I think that's kind of the, part of the cool part we've got to with some of these indie games, and not even indie games necessarily is, like the yeah we're this is very much we are doing this is a this is a game that's you know inspired by you know yeah. you know Castlevania and yeah it's a, it's a very Castlevania like game, and that's. Cool, and people will play it because of that. So, I'm kind of cool with that kind of stuff. I like when games like it's a Souls like, right, or it's a Rogue like. Having idea of what getting into, I I appreciate. Well, and and I like. Well, like even like games like Ori and the Blind Forest and like Hollow Knight, they're still like
3: it's Metroidvania. It's they're still like, and then as soon as Nintendo drops a Metroid trailer, Hat and I we're like slobbering all over the trailer because we just can't wait to play it.
2: Oh, dreads! Oh, yeah. Oh. You know, I'll. I bet Metroid Dread would look a fantastic on a seven-inch OLED it's screen. Great. I think
3: it would, but <laughs> I'm not buying a seven-inch OLED screen just from OLED Dread. I have a perfectly but good green switch light. What are you
2: here. gonna do on the bench when you walk in? I, I'm gonna play. The bench play. is gonna be unsad.
1: I know. The, like the, I, it's gonna be rocking because I'll be playing some Metroid Dread. That's for sure. Like I love mm-hmm. Ori, right? Like I absolutely love Ori. I don't think I'd play a new Metroid game, to be honest. Like cause that was I only played one Metroid game, and I think it was on the SNES. Um, Super, it just Metroid. Was, Super Metroid, the best the, one, probably. Um, yeah, I love Ori. I, I, love, I love the genre, though. I'm terrible at it. Um, Did you play Ori 2? I have not played Ori two. I wait until stuff goes yeah. on Steam sale to buy it. Usually,
2: mm-hmm. I so. started Ori two. And I understand that there's more to get into it. And so Ori 2 came up the same weekend as Hades. I played Hades. (laughs) My wife played Ori 2. I was playing Hades and I looked over three separate times. And she was bawling her eyes out like it was Free Willy. And then tried to convince me to play the game. And I'm like, I don't know how... I don't know if I'm, I'm going to do that. And I'm, then just I gonna, her, I'm just like, going to kill it...
3: dad now because that feels better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Ori
2: 1 I liked a lot because Ori 1 came up before Hollow Knight and it had its ups and downs, but it was a really gorgeous game. It's a beautiful Ori game. Ori 2 is very Hollow knight Is extremely it? Extremely Hollow knight Very much inspired by that. A very different game. And it's still gorgeous, but I didn't feel the compulsion to play it the way that the second I played the Ori demo in the Switch, I'm like, the day this comes out, I'm taking the day off work.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, like yeah, I, that's, I, actually, when I started, I restarted playing Hollow Knight again. And I realized how much I hate that first area. Like the first area is just so boring and dull. And once you get past that, the game is just gorgeous and beautiful. Still but you get Hollow to hang Knight. out with
2: Elderbug. Yeah, Elderbug just he just wants a friend. I bring him the flower every every playthrough now. Every playthrough. Yeah. He, he deserves it. Now
1: I'm now I'm not playing that game, but yeah, I just that was one I haven't picked up. Um. I'll have to do that. What are we talking about right now? Where are we at, actually? In the... we're in the, I think we... we're in the
2: finally into we the sandwich. We have yet to get to the Naga sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: okay. Well, I'm really hungry, so
2: let's get there. <laughs> we're at the 43-minute mark. Taste your blades, precious. <laughs> Give it to us. Rawr! And rawr! It's
1: a. Uh, it's the new Naga sandwich. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a that's... cap. All right. <laughs> um... <laughs> All right, so what's our first good this week, Matt? That's Hat.
2: Oh, sorry, Pat. Sorry. So I think we referenced it. The wild format, I got to give my opponent 30 birds. Uh, That's a lot of birds. (laughs) I got to flip so many birds. So (laughs) the wild format, where standard has a small card pool. And it's a little too small to really sustain enjoyment right now because most of the strategies that work were figured out in May and then classes don't have other options until they printed good Shaman cards and we figured that out in about a week and a half and then they're fine. Um, Wild has a plethora of options and also is a concentrated military-grade nostalgia sometimes. I played a turn one town crier the other day and had to tweet about it. (laughs) And I drew a three-mana Scion of Ruin, which... Like that was such a brief period, and I I remember I tweeted about Galakrond Warrior, and they were like that wasn't that long ago, and I said that was January 2020, which was pre-COVID. That was one lifetime ago. Yep. And I am nostalgic yeah, for no that kidding. time.
3: Yeah, it's a great format. There's just so much to do, and I, and I think it's one of those situations where, you know, the fair the most the most powerful deck and one of the most fair the, the deck is probably like the most popular deck for sure is Secret Mage and it's probably one of the most fair decks in the format. I mean, yeah, it's powerful, it's good, but like you know, it's fair. You can beat it. You can figure out how to beat it. And if you don't like it, well, you know, you'll lose, you know, to it, but it doesn't need it doesn't need anything adjusted in my opinion.
1: We'll be back after a quick break.
3: it doesn't
1: quite work. And you, you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off? The, uh. way, the way we can do this is that we
3: ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favourite podcast platforms now.
2: Okay, so the goal here is lose enough games in wild till you get to the mmr bracket where nobody wants to play dark Lair warlock and then you have won the format yeah Um, (laughs) Yeah. but also here's the thing i am worried about not worried about here's the thing that's gonna happen in order for the new warlock questline to be good they need to print cheap self-damaging life gain support Mm -hmm. you need to have some kind of cheap card that both damages you and gains you the life back it's gonna just like completely break wild when dark Lair is good yeah because they're gonna add some card to Dark Lair, and then they're gonna have to ban it, and then fine. That's all anybody's wanted, anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: I agree with that. Like, I even like I was like thinking like, oh, do I put the quest in Dark Lair? No, it's too slow because you're putting you're putting four giants out on turn four in the beginning, anyway. So, yeah, I I love Wild. It's just it's a great format.
2: That's cool. Yeah, the biggest downside to Wild is Wild Twitter.
3: Yeah, stay off Wild Twitter and you'll be fine.
2: Yep.
1: Uh, I think it's hard to stay off of Wild Twitter's being on Hearthstone Twitter. It just tends to bleed over um, in less than ideal yeah, ways. If you it click feels the like...
2: three dots, there's a mute option, and I use that Ooh. until the the things I see about well, Wild Twitter go away. I, 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 I have noticed
3: my my enjoyment of Wild has increased significantly since the uh, Wild Thl well, the Wild Thl season has ended for me. Time
1: taking it quite so seriously.
3: Yeah, like okay, and no, it's like I have to jam Darkware to get good at. I'm like, no, I, I like Darkware and I like to play it occasionally. But like, there's so much. There's like six other warlock decks I can play, and it it's so much better. So Man, much why more fun. Yourself. Yeah, exactly. The only six. There are
2: way more than six. It's, <laughs> it's amazing how, in standard, there are approximately zero decks to play unless you're Steve and you really like wicked good loves playing delete lock. And I love, I love delete, delete war, I love um, delete warlock too. So it's fun. But in wild there warlock is this uh is this constellation of super busted and you just pick and choose like a buffet of what busted do you want to play that do you feel like defiling do you feel like Malcazar zimping do you want to call some voids what do you want to do today
1: are not so good and this was something that I, I for me personally I saw this and I was like um what and then hat brought it up in in our group chat for the episode I was like oh so it wasn't just me, but there there were people celebrating that they got to dump the duels legendary quest. Finally, they apparently had been holding on to it the, this whole time. And like my brain was just had a hard time wrapping around that. Like I couldn't quite like I was like. What? <laughs>
2: <laughs> like. uh <laughs> Um, Yeah, I didn't understand celebrating not taking free packs for multiple months because you didn't want to play a fun game mode. And like, and
1: it's not even it's like not even trying it at that point, right? When those were the like the hey, we're introducing a new game mode. And give it a go. And they're like, no, I'm not going to. And I'm not going to the point where I'm going to be annoyed that this quest is still here. And then when I can get rid of it, I'm going to excitedly go to Twitter. And my and my entire my brain was like, I'm sorry. This was easy to fix. You could have just played this fun game mode. You could have just. <laughs> or just
2: wrote out the game. Or just. just wrote like, the game. Or just
3: go into the mode concede three times and end the quest. and <laughs> That
2: was November. Yeah. It's July. <laughs> Imagine just sitting on this for eight months. I'm like, no, it's, it's, I'm not gonna do this. I have too many things to do in eight months. I'm not gonna do. Well, do-. it's
3: yeah. It's like you could just like you're in the client. Like the time you're just flipping around because I know people just flip around the collection trying to think of things, and I'm like, or like the you know the two seconds you copy a deck code. It's like, hmm, I could just. End this quest now and go into duels. Could see three times and be done. Like, like and,
1: come on! And duels is and duels is fun. And duels was really fun when it first came out. Oh yeah.
2: Um, and it's it's three free packs. Yeah. yeah.
1: It, it's I don't and, know
2: maybe it's like it's I'm not a Rockefeller or whatever, but I feel like it's not <laughs> that hard to earn the three free packs, and it's kind of worth the time, right? Yeah. Like, and like, I think
1: it's well known that um. That like you know I have a lot of Hearthstone packs and cards. Um, I'm still gonna take every free pack they give me. Oh yeah. Why would not I do that? Like <laughs> you need the dust to craft the fire spells, <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, they I might play the packs. You never know. I went looking at how much yeah. dust I have, and I was like, "That's a lot of dust, Dan. That is a
2: lot of dust." Is it a five-digit number?
1: It is a six-digit number. Good lord.
2: Oh boy. Yeah. I'm like barely. Um, I'm
1: barely topping four right. Four digits right now.
3: <laughs>
2: I, I, so I mentioned earlier that I didn't craft a Forbidden Flame. I didn't mention that it was because of an inability to craft Forbidden Flame because I have 155 dust. Oof.
1: Yeah. Wow. So you have, no I have dust. a lot of cards. Yeah. You got all the I cards. I have a lot of cards. Yeah.
2: No, it's, I just make stuff. I just make <laughs> stuff all the time. And I, like, if I type in extra, there's usually, like, I usually dust that. But then if I look at, at ancient. Golden legendaries. I have golden legendaries that have never seen play for one second. Mm-hmm. That I've never bothered to test. Oh yeah. Because what if I need them someday? I still have my golden pyros yeah. for some reason.
1: Yeah, and all mine. So yeah, I was <laughs> so my, my actual dust value isn't so my dust is low. The my my the dust I could have is very very high. So like oh so your button, my button is bonkers
2: high. Okay. Um, I don't actually have. So you're all that choosing dust. to keep your, your dust not liquid right now.
1: Yeah, you know, just in case you never know, you don't really sell high, right? Like,
2: because yeah, because they,
1: they,
3: they might nerf that card that was unplayable two years ago at some it point could ha-
2: listen you never know when they're like you know what acid ma gotta go yeah <laughs> i i was i was looking at my
1: collection and i was like i was a couple legendaries short of something in the collection screen it's like i could go and craft that and then i w- would have this achievement and i was like i'm not gonna do that like i'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna do that though like because yeah. someday i might like like when stuff gets really lean i'm gonna need this dust because like things will get really lean again um like in in the Dano household, and then this then this this dust that I've been saving will will come in handy, and we'll be able to like float through an expansion just fine. So, um, but uh, it's you know it's it's years of work.
2: <laughs> oh wait, I found it! I found the worst golden legendary on. So I I looked through the golden legendaries. I have a bunch of real winners here that I have yet to dust. All right, Valdris Fellgorge, nice. Still got that one. Fell Lord Betrug, still got that one. But mm-hmm. the winner for my worst golden legendary hack the system.
3: Oh yeah. I dusted nice. that I dusted that card on purpose. Because I was get, opening up packs
1: for Boomsday and I was expecting to get that card. I have I have played that card uh multiple times. It's, Whoa. it's got some flaws. I mean that's one some- way to put it. Hack the system is I mean, no, so this new Warlock quest, I think, is really, really bad. I don't know if it's hack the system bad. <laughs> Wait, the Warlock quest?
2: The, the new, new
1: the new, The new Warlock, uh, whatever it is, like, kill yourself and then the unkill fine. yourself. Yeah. Um, I,
2: I think they are not comparable. Um, hack the system is awful.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I think hack the system oh, yeah.
2: is worse. It's, um... Yeah. But it's, I think the quest line has has merit.
1: Yeah, I think you're going to be dead if you if you do that. But but th- there it, might be enough healing in the new system in the new in the new set though, where maybe you're not. So th- there's, there's some good he- heal spells.
3: There's enough heal. There's almost enough healing in standard with that new three mana card for delete warlock not to completely be embarrassing. Um, <laughs> yeah,
2: because you don't have to rush to get the reward, and you get to gain the life back after just any kind of damage. And if you have like armor vendor up, and you then you life tap, the damage counts there um so we'll be able to gain some armor we'll be able to gain some life they clearly have to print some level of support for it it's not the sort of thing that just works right away and there's a lot of self-damaging going on there um but i the payoff is powerful considering that fatigue hits your opponent um i think it's pretty likely to be not pretty likely that's the wrong that's too strong i think there's there's i think there's opportunity here (laughs) there's a chance this is a terrible there's a chance yes oh
3: so here's mine professor putricide
2: okay in golden yes Uh, yeah let's see because then you discover golden secrets
3: exactly
1: Uh, let's (laughs) see here i was Uh, discovering golden legendaries i didn't know i had the other day i was like what what are oh, you doing, you Archiville idiot? Archville and Rafam. <laughs> Archville and Rafam, and I did that on purpose. That was a good decision, yeah. though. Yeah.
2: That was a good decision.
1: Yeah, I don't, there's no fault in that. Yeah. Um,
2: I'm surprised you even brought it up. Yeah, that's, that, that's just, that, no, that's a good, maybe yeah. one of
1: the best golden legendaries you could have, actually. <laughs> Oh, yeah. F- yeah. And Finja, but that was also another good one. So. Oh, Finja. I got my Finja oh, you, art, yeah, by the way, to. in the mail. I got my Finja art. Oh, from that's
2: Matt- awesome. Yes.
1: I have to find a frame that fits it because it's like in some sort of, it's in a goofy British uh, measurement system that doesn't fit frames. But I will order a frame and then Metric? it'll be on my wall in the office. So,
2: no, <laughs> it's Matt like Dixon some like. Is British? He is. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. You know, it was. Oh. it's like. You no, know, it's eight and
1: three quarters by eleven and a half, or something or by ele- it's it's, no, it, like it's one rod
2: by one hogs head <laughs> <laughs> British.
1: well let's let's we could talk about
3: chains and links and that'd just be even yeah. crazier
1: i got my let's yeah. see i have um the, th- the four cards i got i got four different pieces of art from him bless his heart um Hi. i got uh finja i got um enthralba maybe crafter what was her name what's her name um uh with, with sergeant uh, thing on her head sergeant sally i got sergeant sally um because oh, i had to throw back i had to get sergeant sally um just just because i have to bring it up every time joel uh talks about crafting cards um because he, he may be crafter day one um i had uh zubat i think it was Zubot, and i got one more i don't remember or finja finja um they're just some just some of my truly most favorite iconic hearthstone art and i'm so jazzed to get it on the wall of my office and that people come in and be like he's gotten nerdier since we've come back from." <laughs> from <COVID." laughs> just
3: let it fly just let it fly
1: oh i have dogs playing D on my wall i'm not hiding anything nice. yes yeah, i have a i have a poster of dogs playing d it's the dogs playing poker but somebody went in and then replaced the poker with with like D, like The original D and D stuff, and um, it was a Kickstarter campaign that I'm proud to have backed. Um, And uh, that's hung up, that's framed on my wall, my office. Uh, I've got some podcast posters of people I've seen live because I love go to live podcasts. And then, um, yeah, I'm a I'm a complete and total nerd. I don't pretend that I'm anything else.
2: (laughs) Yep, that wall over there, you can't see it off screen. It's got two different Dark Souls maps on it. Well, one's Dark Souls, one's Demon Souls.
3: Nice. Yeah,
2: that's my wife. Yeah, that's how uh,
3: she's, she's the yeah, she's <laughs> she's the Dark Souls gamer in the household.
2: I'm not that kind of nerd. I just do
1: Hearthstone podcasts. Dark Souls <laughs> is a terrifying. I have never. Dark Souls is two things that like I am terrified horror games, which I don't know if it's a horror game or if it's just gory. It is not. Um, and then it just seems unbelievably hard, and uh, I both of those things I don't think I want to really get into.
2: Like I, I'm gonna I, call it punishing instead of hard it's <laughs> it's diablo except it's closer to the character camera wise i think it's pretty close okay
1: gotcha all right it's yeah it's uh it's just there's games i'm like someday i'm like someday i'll play this game and then i'm like no nah, i won't <laughs> it's
2: it's too difficult i'm just gonna do a rift 27 or whatever you do
1: yeah i uh i got pretty high i'm actually kind of bummed i had a chance to do a complete full like Quest whatever they're called clear. I just had to level up a character, and I just I would out like two weeks early. Like I ran out of steam of Diablo and didn't finish all the the full rewards track. But it's okay. It was still a good season. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, what's our best good, Matt? Uh, best good is uh, sous vide. Sous vide.
3: Um, um, I've discovered where I finally got into it. I've been meaning to. I sous vide a steak uh, yesterday, or. This weekend.
1: Or for this the food that we're talking about?
3: Yes. It's basically, you take a pot, fill it with okay. water. All right. Take your but, steak. Take a steak. You stick the bag.
1: Stick it with, with like a marinade in the bag. Oh, it's the thing that those fancy people do on the TV shows.
3: Yes. And you stick yeah. it in the bag and you temp, put it at the water temperature to 130 degrees. Let it sit there for about two hours. And
2: you pull it out. It's basically like it's precision boiling. Yeah.
3: Yeah, basically. It, so you pull it out after two hours, you pat it dry, throw some more salt on it, then you just sear it down, and you get the most perfectly done steak. It is absolutely tender, juicy, like sear on the outside, like absolutely the way you want it. Like, And if you want it a little more done, you just let it sear for a little longer. My wife likes, likes her steaks a little more well done than I do. And it was... Absolutely. And Mm -hmm. like now I'm just trying to figure out what other stuff I can sous vide. I have like pork chops in the freezer I need to use up. You know, I'm really almost considering using it for a brisket for some reason.
1: Yeah. Uh, Ribs. Ribs would be good ribs. I love that you're doing these cool things in the kitchen. But you do realize that as those of us who live in the upper Midwest, like you and I do, there is a very brief grilling window that we are currently in that oh, you yeah. are not taking advantage of. Okay, no, I, no sure. I,
3: I do that as well. Like, I have my... I have plans for my smoker this weekend. So... I...
2: It's... I don't I love that food. in this part of the country, you all have meat calendars. Yes. <laughs> I was like, all right, this weekend I have a plan with my smoker. I got some sous vide time. Got to make sure the grill gets taken care of. It's like you're managing going on dates with a bunch of different women, except it's all like meat appliances. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in Nebraska. Like, it's all about,
1: it's just meat, it's just no, meat, 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 meat. No, meat, and meat. like,
2: you know, um,
3: I actually, you know, I got rid of my gas grill like two years ago, and I've never looked back. Because like I love my charcoal grill so much, I just got like a, the cheapest Weber you can find that's like, like five foot tall, you know, and it's like it's perfect. That's all I need it for. I can control temperature. And charcoal has character. Yeah, it it it's it, character. It, has, it tastes like something. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it
1: has that smoke yeah. taste. You throw some hickory chunks in there. Oh, so good. Yeah, I uh, I currently don't buy dinners that can't be grilled in yep. the summer. If I'm, I will grill five nights out of the week. I oh, would yeah. Say. Yeah, I got some bratwurst in the freezer I need to thaw out for tomorrow. You know, we're... It's, <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> more difficult now that we moved into the apartment to, like, do some... Seri- to do all the grilling because like, you have to, like, prep. Okay, I have to have everything that I need... At the grill, I can't go run back into the house real quick to grab the stuff I need. So it's like you have everything ready to go, so you can go down to the grill yeah. and then do the grilling yeah. and then come back. When you up.
2: own a backyard, that's your cardio, right? Of the loop of how many times did I forget something? <laughs>
3: or, or it's like, or, or, or in my case, you know, I'm out, I'm out on my patio. I got my grill going. I'm waiting, for, I'm letting, the, letting the, the meat cook, and so walk back and forth to the garage because I have a garage fridge with beer in it. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when uh sarah and i used to rent a townhome in shakopee which is southern metro of the, t- of the twin cities and the like the kitchen and the patio were basically connected and mm-hmm. so i could just like i could like reach from my grill to the fridge and so like anything i forgot was right there and it was it was the greatest grilling time of my life i'm not gonna lie it was uh. it was perfect it was perfect um until our neighbor started to smoke like when i was grilling and that was annoying i was like could you not smoke while i'm grilling because i don't want to smell your cigarette nope. really but... cigarette not not not, not, not yes, no not, no no yeah, that would be just fine but like yeah. but like you know it's like you're right here you know i get it it's fine you can smoke it doesn't really bother me but just like could you not with like i have the door open when i'm grilling because that'd be kind of cool because i'm a kid but no yeah. big deal we we all survived oh, we all man. survived i might i might be yeah. i might be posting some uh
3: pornographic pictures of brisket in the next week or so
1: mm. <laughs> i love grills. Yes. next um, week matt matt posts his beef yeah <laughs> <laughs> i still can't <laughs> all right here we go. let's get salt uh
3: you know it's good with beef
2: hey donald you sure sound salty <laughs> um thank you tito i admit the bumpers have really taken a step up since the <laughs> last time <I> was on. <laughs> Got some really high quality bumpers. You, oh, those Tito are just that.
1: from those those are from just like listeners. So that was Tito and then Fallen Sun did the previous one. And we have um we have Ben Brode from um on every now and again because uh Bob bought us a Ben Brode uh yeah. drop because he's a good good soul. Um like so, I said, high quality <laughs> bumpers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, what have you got for us for Salt Hat? so there there's a person in one of the discords I'm in, and he generally is like the the uh you know the adage like don't wrestle with a pig in the mud because after a while you realize the pig is enjoying it. he's definitely the kind of person that like if people rope him, he'll rope them back that sort of thing um, but he had a technique today that I was just blown away by it that how funny it was where when he gets rage ads, if the person doesn't remove him he immediately jumps in and spectates their oh, next man. game that's and starts art. commenting on it <laughs> amazing I, and then they like of course they boot him and kick him but like that's the next level psychology that i never would have thought of
1: that is so amazing like i i i was telling you before the show i'm going to have to play some priest just to try to entice some angry ads just so i can watch their games and comment like commentate on them cuz that is that sounds fun in a way that is probably says a lot about me and what I find fun and probably more than I want to probably admit
2: but <laughs> my gosh Like I recognize <laughs> why it's a damaging thing to humanity as a whole as a society <laughs> but at the same time if someone's going to stoop to that level I can think of no better way to infuriate oh, them instantly Right like I mean the, the the hate friend request is a very special
1: um, variety of human interaction. I was unaware I would ever like, like, endure or or Road get to, to enjoy. Appre- yeah. Any, yeah. any. T- I'm not sure which words really, to be honest. Like, but it is a definitely a thing. <laughs> it's not good, but boy, like, Man, it can be fun. I'm, I'm, I don't know what it is, but like, I always try to become friends with the people
3: somehow, like, and make them feel bad about swearing at me. That's what I like to do. That's
1: how I like to turn them, turn them In to the Thral- light. Enthrallmon does that sometimes as well, though he shared with us something recently, which I won't read on the show because it was not appropriate. It wasn't even R rated. It, it was, it was, it was, it was gnarly. But the funny part about it was, it was a hate friend request, an angry friend request from someone whose salt we've read on the show off of the Blizzard forums who obviously didn't know that we mocked them cuz we don't we don't read screen names and stuff but it was someone who was one it was one of the like um Blizzard um, cuz there's this whole genre of Blizzard forum conversations about how Blizzard cheats and makes you lose to get to 50, a 50 50 win rate so like I am so good at this game that the only way I could lose is for Blizzard to actively queue me against people who are who are queuing in the counter to my current deck um and it's it's a huge part of the forums in a way that is makes me question and basic intelligence but um this guy <laughs> was one of those people <laughs> <laughs> which which is even crazy because is an 11x player then because and they almost playing at 11x right and so i'm like so this person thinks like this person thinks the only reason they ever lose is because blizzard actively <laughs> pits them, again. and then, and then Joel runs into them on ladder, gets a friend request from them and then they go off and it was, it was joyful. And he just like kept him going for a while as well. And it was, it was crazy. And he, this person was not okay. They, there was some anger management issues that need to be worked through. Um, but that was that was a certain level
2: of like meta. I just keep thinking like, no, it's because Blizzard didn't vote to certify the elections. That's what I'm yeah, keep thinking. exactly. My head. Stop the count! Stop the count! <laughs>
3: All
1: right. And Stop I the got, counter. Stop the Stop counter. The counter. Here we go. <laughs> it just oh nah, yeah. Okay, anyway, <laughs> so I got I, I got something. I, I had to put something together in uh, appreciation of Hat showing up. So here we got some old okay. timey salt as well. So. My dearest official Blossard fan forums. Current situation with the priests in the standard mode. When developers learned the fact that the total win rate of classes does not affect the strength and imbalance of certain decks, the developers specifically conceived such a priest so that he had to generate a million resources, a million AoE spells, a million cures, a million ways out of hopeless situations, a (laughs) million manipulations with the opponent's hand, Okay, I'm not talking about Ticketus, which has yet to have been weakened. (laughs) It's one thing when you play Cold Light Oracle and burn your opponent's cards. The condition is that you need to fill your opponent's hand, and only then you can burn his cards. In addition, you can also burn your cards. Another thing is when you fulfill a very easy condition for activating Ticketus. Play a very strong creature on the table and burn five cards without any problems. Then, with Yasiraj, you play another Ticketus with burning five cards. (laughs) So, we were talking about a priest. It can be discussed for a long time and hated. But in general, I am writing all this to let off steam and not offend the players on the priest and in general all the players who are chasing the win rate and not trying to win in unfair, easy ways so that they can brag on Reddit that they are so good and the deck did not win 100% of the games for them. The most important point is that the developers should stop releasing casual cards and combinations for sick people. For this part of the Hearthstone audience, which 100% comes across against me in the latter, I'm sorry if I offended someone.
2: Oh God, as a sick person. <laughs> I love... There's so much to dig into. (laughs) (laughs) The mid-rant apologies tell you a lot about what's going on here. (laughs) I envision this as like a Cormac McCarthy novel where it's all lowercase and there's no punctuation.
1: (laughs) There was all question marks. It was all question marks. It was very difficult to read because... three quarters of the sentences ended in question marks. I'm like, that was a statement. That was a very <laughs> clear statement that
2: you added a question mark I mean, to me at the end. Okay, Dan, I have questions about this. I have a lot of
1: questions. Oh, God. I love, I love like the, okay, okay, Boy, I sure dislike priests a lot. But this is all the ways I dislike priests. But by the way, let me tell you about this Ticketus card. <laughs> Just weave
2: that in there. Oh.
1: The I think the the level of hate that people hold towards Ticketus is truly awe-inspiring. It's in a very bad deck. Like <laughs> it's it's hard to lose. To, to do warlock right now, like if you're playing priest, sure. Um, but other than that, matchup
3: is even yeah. That too. matchup's not, that, that <laughs> matchup's better like, for the priest now. Yeah,
1: I, I run into warlock and I'm like, sweet, this is just a win. Like they could they could have the nut draw and it doesn't matter because they're just playing so many worse cards than me. Like they're just they're, their card yeah. strength is really poor. Hey dude. <laughs> Hey, so you want to play I a think- removal that kills you, too?
3: Great. We have that in the Warlock.
1: <laughs> and I just, it was just all, it was like, I checked all the high points right now of, like, the Blazard Anger, which is like, oh, let me tell you about Priest, and let me tell you about Ticketus. And then the dude's like, but you know what? Cold Light Angler, that was a fair card. <laughs> yeah. Mill, perfectly fine and great and fun to play against. Everything else, yeah. though, woof.
2: <laughs> I'm going to say that maybe there's some uh, nostalgia lenses there. Yeah. Not that I think that many people are nostalgic for Cold Light, but if you still want to play it in Wild, while, it it's there and people are playing it. 100% I, playing it. There,
1: yeah, I don't, I, yeah, who wants. Yeah, Mill is, I think, the thing I like the least in any card game. It is like you taking my cards away from me as as infuriating as possible is is annoying to me. I don't mind Ticketus because it's, it's a one-time thing. It happens. Usually, you're getting rid of some cards I don't want, um, and it's fine. We move on. Mill is just like, you're killing me that way, and that's not fun. That's not fun. I don't mind Ticketus. I like Ticketus as a card, especially right now because Warlock is so bad. It's like, yeah, sweet. Those... Three of those cards weren't very good, and if I had drawn them, that would have been actually bad for me, so I appreciate no. what you just did. <laughs>
3: no, the, the best way to play Ticketus right now is just as a 6-mana 8-8 eight eight, that it puts your, makes your th- your 3-mana uh, three, three threes with Life Steal and your 1-mana 6-6 six, six Tots online. That's the best way to play Ticketus, right?
2: Now. It's a fell Reaver. Yeah. <laughs> it's an 8-8, eight, eight, it mills your own cards, it's just a Fel Reaver. Yeah. Hey, I mean, they're worse cards. There are our worst cards. Yeah, Fel Reaver used to come out on turn two with Innervate, so, you know, that's
3: Turn one? Do turn one? Double Innervate, Fel Reaver. Uh,
2: if you had double Innervate, but I was thinking of turn two, coin, Innervate, Fel yeah. Reaver, which was a more reliable draw. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't need the double V. Yeah. Uh, All right. We're still,
1: we're doing just fine. We're doing just fine on time. Mm, this one's a real page turner. Alright, so this one it was uh Matt's idea. He thought we should definitely do Lady Prestor lore. Um, because Lady Pre- I had to ask Matt who this new hero was, and Matt's like, Oh, it's the new hero you get with the uh with the large bundle. I'm like, Cool. So um we're gonna do Lady Prestor. I'm not sure how to pronounce her name. Lady Prestor, Lady Prestor, does anyone know? Where's Lady Prestor. Um No idea. So Lady Prestor is a noble of Stormwind and is not, I repeat, is not Anixia. She's a simple noble woman wants nothing but what is best for her city and her country. Is her father Deathwing? No. No way, that is totally <laughs> impossible. Who would even believe that? It's ridiculous. Lady Prester, a noble of Stormwind, as as we have learned when we studied Eddie, Edwin Van Cleef, every noble in Stormwind is honorable and never backs out on a deal. What? You believe that propaganda that they backed out on the deal to pay the Stonemasons after they rebuilt Stormwind City, which led Edwin Van Cleef to create the Defiest Brotherhood? You need to stop believing everything you read. In fact, you're a liar, and nobody likes you. <laughs> anyway, back to Lady Prester, who was most certainly not Anixia, daughter of Deathwing. Lady Prester did not. Did, <laughs> sorry, Lady Prester did what any decent human being would do to protect her city, and propped up a puppet child king onto the throne when that child's father disappeared under mysterious circumstances. Was his disappearance the fault of Onyxia or Deathwing? No. And why would you even bring them up? They have no place in this story at all he was kidnapped by the Defiant brotherhood for not paying his bills so not even really kidnapped at all but anyway that's not what we're talking about so anduin rin's daddy got in trouble for not paying his bill and was placed on uh the throne as a puppet by a very wise woman named lady prester who was only looking out what was best for the kingdom of stormwind sure she's hum- sure humankind's leadership completely fell apart under her leadership but how would she know that placing a child under the Thrill of Stormwind without any sort of proper counsel would work out so poorly? There's no way she could have known that was going to happen. And what would she even get out of human leadership failing in the first place? Nothing, because she is 100% human and not a dragon. Just ask her dad. I mean, sure, maybe it's weird that Lady Prister disappeared after Anyxia was slain, but only a fool would believe that Lady Prister was Anyxia and that Deathwing was her father. Duh.
3: Perfect, absolutely mm-hmm. perfect. I'm convinced. Yeah, it, it, it mm-hmm. sounds like actual, you know, real facts, not fake news at all.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was. I mean, who would, who could believe that? I mean, she's a person. You could see it. She's a human, and it's not like you could like be a hunter and then like put like that beast sight up and then see that it said that she's a dragonkin. No,
2: that's all. It's all fake. Don't. I can't believe you all That'd believe be that. Be like Reno being a dragon. We know that can't. It's be not possible, possible oh, at all. We,
1: Hey, hey he's a dagger on. <laughs> um <laughs> he's my favorite. All right, here we go. Uh card reviews. Card reviews. Card reviews. Still my favorite. Alright, we're gonna do a few card reviews here because we got a few cards. Um with no real no do we know when we're gonna get any more cards or is it just this
2: these like twelve S- cards until the week before the set drops? <laughs> Uh, we know that we're going to get all of them by August 3rd because that's when the set comes out. There we go. And if you go on the Play Hearthstone card library, they have a listed card reveal schedule, and all of the schedule is blank, so no, we don't know. <laughs> well, you know...
3: That ho- is my kind of schedule. <laughs> Hopefully it will be before the weekend, before they show up, because so Steve and I can do our card review for six hours. Oh, God.
1: Always a good time, though. Definitely <laughs> for. I appreciate that you, that you talk yourself, hoarse. <laughs> So I'm going to review uh, Dark Bishop Benedictus. Dark Bishop Benedictus is a five mana five six priest legendary card that says start of game. If the spells in your deck are all shadow, enter shadow form. So the sound effect is going to be you thought I was bad as Archbishop Benedictus. because um, It's not great. Um, how good is the art and theme? It's all purpley and dark, both angel wings and tentacles. It's amazing. Uh, he has a hole in his hand that uh, uh, Miriko from Inuyasha has, which makes me assume that Dark Bishop Benedictus has some, like, boundary issues when it comes to women. But um, other than that, <laughs> super cool art. <laughs> um, aerodynamic, aerodynamics how well can this car dance on a mailbox? Um, I imagine really, really well. Uh I also bet he can flatly three hundred meters of fired out of a cannon. So Yeah. And I think
3: that hat yeah. adds a lot to the downforce and balance on that mailbox. So he can stay well, yeah, planted so look at those to wings that mailbox. Too,
1: like. You know. He's got wings, so like yeah. he's most certainly gonna glide when, when fired out
2: of said cannon, so um, now, are those fixed wings or movable wings? Mm. That's gonna that's gonna adjust the aerodynamics here well, a lot. It's a what if really in good a, question. Upwind? Well,
1: that's a really good yeah. question. It also yeah. de- right. also
3: determines you know if flexi wings or fixed wings are like
2: required by the FIA. <laughs> mm. You know, so. Well, it's remember that we're kind of hearkening back to Wow Classic. It was a different yeah, time. Yeah, it's true. So, <laughs> it's like, true. The, the rules of air travel. <laughs> it was lower velocity, so you could get away. It's true. It's a, a lot true.
1: All right. I uh, I I especially love his like pink eyeballs. They they are wonderful and make me think he is very evil. So or um, has pink eye. Oh, or <laughs> it's, it's pink
2: eye. It's <laughs> like a magenta. It's not like it's not like a solid pink. Which reminds me. By the way, do you all know why Magneto wears a magenta cape? No. Mm-mm. Because the days of fuchsia passed. Oh. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Well done. That was. Wow!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I keep that one handy whenever you know shades of
2: purple are discussed in casual conversation. It doesn't come up as often as you might think. <sighs> um,
1: is this card any good? I don't know. Um, I have absolutely no idea. How would you uh, like? A,
3: how would you like to have a targeted two damage hero power from the beginning of the game?
1: How would you like to play all shadow spells? I the mean, shadow spells are good. <laughs> but, like, are they good in a, in a deck that you have a targeted two? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe this is going to be good. Ray My guess good. is if it's good, it's going to make everybody angry, which
2: is going to be lots of fun. So I'm rooting for good. <laughs> It'll be a priest card that ends the game, and that's better than staying in the game with current priest, which is like Rorschach and Watchmen, where you realize slowly over the course of the game that they're not trapped in the game with you, but you're trapped in the game oh. with them. And what a good this deck book, can't play Apotheosis and Renew. Yes, good book. Movie was fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the series was good. The TV series was really good. Oh. Um, yeah, quite good. But. So you can't play Apotheosis Renew in this deck. They've talked about there being significant support for this because they really want to push it. This is one of the two diamond legendaries that you, this is going to be diamond, Ooh, in the new which set. we know means um, it's going to be
1: good. <laughs> well, we know
2: they want to be good. Yes. They're going to print some support cards for it, um, and they also are aware that Current Priest is quite generating, and they don't want that to necessarily be a thing. And we sacrificed a lot more than this text for Odd Mage. So, I think this is fine. Yeah. And a priest that is forward moving is uh, to look to move games towards a conclusion is a priest I want to play. Whenever
1: I try to evaluate a car, which I always do poorly, I always try to look at what car does this seem to be. And this is Odd Mage, right? Which was, which I mean, you, which was, you want, right? You want to be able to do, to target two damage. Yeah. So, (laughs) um,
2: yeah. Yeah.
3: Also, does if it's a diamond card, does that make your hero power a diamond
2: hero power? I have no idea how that works. That would be cool. Uh, I doubt okay. it. Diamond shadow form hero power. It's super... It's, it would be rad if that worked. And you'll really be able to tell how pushed it is. Well, first of all, from looking at the spoiler, if the card looks like Five Minutes, Skull of Gul'dan, we'll be like, yeah, they pushed that too far. <laughs> um, but also, uh, if... Like, there's a big difference. Is this the Brucon or is this the Samuro? Right. If this is the Samuro, where it's the, if you spend $20, you get this right now, that means two things. One, they're pushing it hard. And two, they want people to stop playing Current Priest. It's true. Which might be a reason to make it the Samuro. But it's probably the Brucon. Yeah, that makes sense. Probably
1: the Brucon, Which is a card that I own.
2: (laughs) I have two copies of it
3: because I had to craft Brucon to get the Diamond Brucon.
2: Which is kind of silly. Yeah. You feel like there has to be some solution where you don't have to make a card to get a version that obsoletes the version that yeah. you made. Yeah, Wait, expect- is that
1: what we had to do? I actually didn't. I, I actually you had to. I had to complete you that You needed day one, so. every legendary in oh, Dark Moon. Yeah, yeah that's the, a funny, weird. thing. And, then, and the last one, I got. Yeah, the last one I had to craft to get the Diamond Legendary Brucon was Brucon and it felt awful. You would think that yep. you, it, you would want to have like it be have every legendary like have every Legendary, then Brukan just live as. But I guess if you want to craft Brukan... Yeah, how do you do that, right? That's a weird reward. That's yeah. a weird I reward. I would probably
2: make a different condition for getting him. Yeah, That's yeah. What I'm
1: doing. I would say. Put him at the, yeah. put, actually, put the Diamond
3: Brukan at the end of the rewards track? Maybe. I don't know. This is things well, that, that people Brukan get paid to play, make the so. game think about.
2: <laughs> he, he's seen a little bit of play for a second twice. And then Fallen Out of Lists.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, uh, yeah. I don't know. Um. Yeah.
2: People still try to ram him into lists.
1: I mean, Mm. it's a cool looking card. I would also like to try and ram him into lists. Speaking of of ramming things, Matt, what have you got for us?
2: This segue could have been phrased better. <laughs> <laughs> so I
3: have the three mana hunter, hunter spell ramming mount. Uh, give a minion plus two, plus two, and immune while attacking. When it dies, summon a ram.
2: Uh, so sound effects. I'm not mad. <laughs> um, I will point out this is the horniest card we've seen. It's, card. Very horny. it's not very thorny, so it's not a so it's definitely not a quillboard. But it's definitely, a
3: RAM. <laughs> no. uh, and I don't know what gender it is. I'm not going to assume gender on a ram.
1: But as there's works. no reason to wait. No. I don't know. I'm not sure how that works. Are all, all rams? Wait, isn't a are, ram? Isn't a, a male ram sheep? automatically a male? Sheep it's true. Thing? Yeah, but you know, you never know. So I don't think you. I think you can. I think it's safe to assume gender. I guess. I guess I can.
2: Yeah, it's it is a male sheep. I remember because and Thralman brought this up because I was doing <laughs> this was during last year during my streams. I was doing a card review and I was like, nah, we'll get through this quick. Hi, Brookworm, did you know that a ram is a male sheep? And, and Throlemann brought up that I, that was the segue that I made. And then I, of course, went over time in my card. <laughs> um, horticulture.
3: All right. So, how good is the art and theme? Um, the art's super cool. It's, it's like, you know, Tavish with a whip that I hopefully he's not, hopefully he's not using on the ram. Uh, the ram looks right? like, the ram looks super cool. It's kind of like this, like very Warcrafty ram with like kind of a messed up face, but he still looks cool. Um, I kind of really glad they're bringing back kind of the 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 kind of mount mechanic that they had back in Angoro with
1: like was it uh, Dino Paladin?
3: Oh yeah, yeah, Spike Red Steed. Steed. That was Spike Red yeah. Steed. Um, so yeah, I think it's a super cool. Uh, yeah, super. It's super cool. I like it, and the the priest one looks super cool. And I actually want to build a priest
1: deck that actually makes that not annoying. Which would be well, good of, luck. Yeah. Um. So I don't mean I remember that card being bonkers good, and like being one of the cards that carried some real average paladin cards through, like Sergeant like, Sally. Well, yes, I remember you playing it with Sergeant Sally and it being wonderful. Yes. Um <laughs> Sergeant. Sally.
2: Uh, I heard you have art of that card. Do you have art of that card? Sergeant Sally? I do. Yeah. I have
1: I have amazing. I know. It's it's super amazing. It's wonderful art too for a truly terrible card. Um I don't mean do we want this? I mean, it was really good. Like <laughs> it was a really really good spell. Well, like <laughs> this one isn't as good as the
3: priest one just just because like the thing it drops doesn't have taunt. It just, just leaves a 2/2 behind. Um so
2: well, it's clearly a different Oh, yeah, purpose. for sure. Yep. This is... I don't know if it's not as good. It's a different this purpose. This is more of a shredder. Costs, uh, costs seven. This is more of a... You put this on the venomous scorpion and you start trading with things, and that's got to be Oh, yeah, be for sure.
3: And, like, yeah, immune scorpids are scary. So, yeah, that's that's for sure. So, the aerodynamics, or how well can this dance in a mailbox? Have you seen mountain goats and rams kind of, like, climb on mountains? They're very agile and can kind of climb anything. And this yeah. would totally, like, be able to stand on top of a mailbox and dance a little bit, you know? Yeah. The whole, the horns
2: add some down force to stay in the mailbox too, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. And I think you could slice through a breeze with the horns. Like it really, uh, prevents, uh, presents some clear. Yeah, air exactly. And so I think that, that you get a good, like you, you really minimize drag yeah. and maximize kind of the, the wind. Yeah. Through.
3: And it allows the Ram behind him not to follow as well, probably because it disrupts the air enough and creates enough dirty air behind the Ram.
1: Oh, if we want to talk mm. about the tour de France, we can go there if you all are interested. Yeah. Um, good. So,
3: <laughs> how good is this card? I guess we got a touch of this three mana two two buff with immune effects. Pretty good, especially if you're trading in. We um, can tutor it off Barak, which is cool. Unless you know, unless we're cause if if we're starting to pull life out of decks, we need three mana cards. Um, leaving a token upside that has this you know immune effect is is okay. It seems it seems fair. It seems like a good card, especially it's with like uh a... especially with like that weapon that attacks things. You know, you can attack it. True Wayne, very good. Yeah. At
2: true Wayne. You, well, because you can put this on the cream, yeah. and that way cream gets the immune, and everything else gets the immune. It's, it's a big dream, but it's nice if it happens. Yeah. The cream dream, yeah. Yes. The cream ram right dream, there, huh? Um, yeah, it's a it's like a
1: pirate piloted shredder spell, yeah, right? It's um, I, I think I, if, if it doesn't go in like current hunter, right?
2: Because current hunter actually. Does other things. We wouldn't play this in Face Hunter. This no. is a card that makes you want to trade and current hunter doesn't want to trade, but I like their printing cards that make Hunter not wanna not want to go face yeah. because every Hunter card that's been good for the past year has been what makes Face Hunter actually, viable. And this is a clear step towards a different thing. This is actually hunter.
3: kind of bonkers on like coal car or like a coal car token. A little bit.
2: I mean if you're just going face, it's only okay. If you're trading with the coal car token, then sure, or with the like with the cold car itself it's kinda of yeah. awkward. But yeah, if you if you get the serpent bloom, like if, if you do the current trendy thing of play resizing yeah. pouch, then you can, you know, get a cold card going and the turn after go this and bloom for serpent bloom. Uh pouch for serpent bloom and then you get a three three immune poison thing. Seems pretty good. Yeah. Don't know if it's worth the work, but I think that there will be other hunter decks that will want to Yeah, play and this. I think I, I think so. I think
3: now that we're getting more cards, I think like cards like Man will make their way out of decks. and, like,
2: yeah, um, well, and this is good with like tame beast. Yeah. This is really good with tame. If tame beast cost two, right? Yes. On turn five, you get a six-six Russian. Sure, mute.
3: I'll take it.
2: That's, that's pretty cool.
0: Good. Meh.
1: Yeah, that's I have cool. no idea. I'm yeah. terrible at card reviews. <laughs> uh, what have you got for us, Hat?
2: <laughs> okay. So I have Impatient, cop, in, in, impatient Shopkeep. This is a three mana 3-3 three, three with tradable and rush. Tradable, if you don't know, you get to drag the card over your deck, which now turns green. You, when you do when you drop it there, you pay one mana. You draw a card and then shuffle this in after. So you trade this card with yourself, and now Hearthstone is officially a trading card game. Now, there are three other tradable cards that everybody else is talking about. I want to talk about this one. No one gives the shopkeep his, his, his due. So, sound effects. I bet he's like, hey, hurry up. I'm impatient. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's what he said. Very clear. And if you look at the art and the theming. I love the pun here. You know, you know, why he he he's impatient because he's in a rush oh he's in a rush mm-hmm. to trade mm-hmm. he's in a rush to trade so he's a tradable. Lot going on the flavor, right <laughs> it's it's got layers to it here this is basically finnegan's way <laughs> there's so much going on now, as far as this aerodynamics and also how well can this card dance in a mailbox, I want to take a second to pause here. We have not explained why we're asking this one question, which is two questions that have absolutely no connection with each other. Of how aerodynamic is a card and how well can this card dance in a mailbox? We did not stop to explain this at any point. I'm not saying we should do this now. I'm just acknowledging that we never <laughs> yeah. did that. That's, that's quite far for the course, though. <laughs> yes. So, how well can this card dance in a mailbox? He has no interest in dancing on your mailbox he's got a shop to (laughs) run. he's in a hurry but how quickly does he move we know for sure he moves quite quickly the aerodynamics here are extensive except i think he's actually being held back by the beard but he doesn't have the time to shave (laughs) because he's in a rush i
1: i think i think my favorite part is the the beauty of of the older person on the card counting out change. Yes. And <laughs>
2: just take And it. you can just see that he's fuming. <laughs> he's so mad. I, I want to see is... the
3: golden version of this where, like, you just see the old lady putting coins slowly in her
2: hand and you just see the eyes. I bet she has a coupon. The eyes. I bet she has a coupon. Of she has a coupon. Yeah. Can you look up her membership? She has a card. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: It's such a wonderful, like the, the look in his eyes. I actually, I actually, haven't taken like a minute to look at this card yet. The art is amazing. The art is truly amazing. You know, she's gonna be a little bit short, and she's like, "Can I write a check?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was Discount Tuesday today. This is way too close. To home. <laughs> I need to write All a right. check. Is that okay? <laughs> So
1: now the real question that everyone wants to know is: This card, any good
2: in arena? Yeah,
1: I bet it's good in arena.
2: Well, yeah, yeah. in constructed, no, no, in like, tradable is going to be overplayed anyways. But people I mean, aren't even going to. Sometimes
3: do this. it'll be the best best option off the, off the athletic studies. And like,
2: and yeah. that's basically two mana draw card gain of mana. Yeah, like, fine. or like you know, but also
3: like with tradable, like it keeps buffs. So if you like conditioning this and you trade it later it'll come back out of your deck with the conditioning buff which is cool
2: there's gonna be some super weirdo trolled in video where something happens to this card either like it's 10 mana and you trade it in after discovering it and then draw the troublemaker and it goes face over a bunch of minions or like you conditioning <laughs> it and trade it back and then top deck it or something there's gonna be something going on here but are we putting no. this in list no. no no absolutely not the tradable mechanic is good there are gonna be some cards we've seen already. Fire sale is absolutely going in deckless. We're gonna uh think about the other class card that has tradable.
3: I the warrior one with the armor?
2: The heavy plate. Heavy plate where it's gonna go in some lists, not Rush Warrior but other warrior lists. Um Rust Rot Viper is going to be the most overplayed card in history, and it's going to make weapons worse while it's around. Not because it it's worth running Viper, but because people will do it anyways. It just um, seems like such but, a
1: good card in a control deck, right? Where like sometimes like in control decks you're like I need a I need a couple more cards to put in this deck, right? It just seems
2: good. Viper is the card you so Viper is a study in human psychology because it is a card that is all about not losing. And people want to not lose more than they want to win because losing sucks way more than winning is good. And Viper is like, you get to rationalize to yourself, no, I'll just throw it in. It'll be fine. I'll never lose to a weapon again. And enough people will do that. And even after the weapons go away, normally when weapons go away, people cut oozes. But but with Viper, they'll be like, no, I'll just trade it. Whatever. And they'll keep it in the decks. And so weapons can never exist again. So... can. I, I think that'll have like a Bad Luck Albatross-esque effect. Is
1: anybody else just very excited about the future Zacco rant about people keeping this card in their deck? Oh, for it's sure. it's going to be... P-
2: He's already made that rant. It's oh, yeah. Already- <laughs> it's, it, was, it was phenomenal. Was That's, it... Th- he made a rant about... And this is what's going to happen. He made a rant, one of my favorite rants... He made a rant about people keeping this in their opening hand just to trade because that's totally oh, yeah. going to happen. You know that's going to happen. Say, he and said by he was like, the way, I'm going to
3: reach through the computer and slap you if you
2: do that. <laughs> and and then I recorded my yeah. own snack. Yep. Yep. And, and like people are going to have that logic. But for the record, if you ever have a tradable card in your opening hand and you want to trade it, I can save you a mana. If you click it, you trade it, it back to your deck. It just goes away. And then you draw a different card, which is what tradable does. Tradable means you get to mulligan later and just pay, pay a late fee. Right? It's just a late fee mulligan. And so if you just click it in your mulligan, you trade it away. It's <laughs> like magic.
1: The mulligan. It is the hardest part of the game. Um, Would you?
3: Actually, here's an interesting question. If you like discover a tradable card, that like, and the other two options suck. Do you just put the tradable card that you discover back in your deck for something in your deck that might be better?
0: Yeah.
2: Probably the like card I mean, bad. It depends right? on Yeah, it depends on what you discover and why you're what you're looking for and what like a card like Fire Sale, the four the mage spell, the four mana, fire spell, deal three damage to all minions and tradable. You're gonna discover that and play mm-hmm. it sometimes. You're gonna draw that and play it sometimes, you're gonna Encanter's flow it and it's gonna be three mana and the tradable will still be one. You'll have a really interesting choice about which do I do? That's a really great card because you want to play both halves, and playing both halves is why a tradable card should be in your deck. So there will be times you discover firestone and you play it, and times you discover it and you trade it, and that's really cool, and it, it makes Mage better. Heavy Plate is going to be more specific. You'll know when the matchup starts, do I need to play the Heavy Plate or do I need to trade the Heavy Plate? But cards like Impatient Shopkeep, you're only taking to trade. And cards like Rust Rod Viper, you're only even playing for the specific purpose of killing weapons. And then that becomes interesting because of the 10 new Profession Tools where every class is getting a zero attack weapon. Do you, if you're going going against Warlock and you have a Viper in your opening hand that you mulligan into, do you keep it or trade it on turn one against a class with no other weapons other than the Profession Tools? And I don't know the answer to that.
3: Day, day one meta, I'd keep it.
2: And so there are going to be times where you keep it and they never have a weapon. You have a spider tank, which is not a good stat line, even though people still yeah. think it is because we don't just fire out spider tanks on three because spider tank is in the core set and nobody is ever put in their decks. But favorite part about if the you, you mulligan in the core it, set. but then if you mulligan it, if you trade it and then they have the weapon, you feel kind of silly. It's this interesting yeah. push and pull. Right, but if there if everybody has vipers and everybody keeps them because of how human psychology works, then people just stop playing weapons, and then it becomes way less interesting. And I don't know how it's going to go.
3: Well, it's, it's like in- it's going to be like it's going to be like was it the uh, like Kobolds and Catacombs, where everybody thought Ooze and Harris and Joan would be the greatest cards in, ever, and like the one weapon that everybody thought was the worst weapon in the world, Skull Minari, ended up being the I called it card. Yeah, to play I did too. On. I thought it was. A, <laughs> It was good. It was by like, way. it, it was, was a really good card. Well, <laughs> no, like like I think everybody like had this like okay it's like, this this card like I think my favorite my favorite take was you know Crip was like was a Crip take where it's like five mana gain a thousand dollars if this star survives the next turn because that's basically... they were Canadian yeah, dollars. so was like so ten like, uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because like it's gonna get because everybody cool. thought it would be oozed and like okay when the ooze stopped coming in we'll scum skull and Ari stuck around and it was really bonkers good, so
1: it's still yeah, it was a that was a really good card but in fairness to the rest of the weapons in that set, not great. There were a couple really good ones and a lot of misses. Okay, wait, I'm gonna try. Can
2: can we remember them the all? That's the one other magic Hold on, really let's go. Good. Let's go class by class. Druid was played Hunter was Twig is played because they printed a neutral weapon so you can yeah. break your own Twig that okay. barely counts <laughs> Hunter was rocked yeah, the, a lot.
3: The, if you have no spell if you have no oh. if you have no minions in your deck get a bunch
1: of spells I forgot yeah. what the Hunter one was
2: yeah Mage Alaneth, mm-hmm. we know about that one so good Paladin Valinir?
3: Yeah, Valinir the, the six mana four two yeah. death rattle buff it to your that was hand.
2: That fun. Uh, they reverted Serenite, so like you could kind of get away with it except it cost six now. you can't really do that anymore. Uh, Priest Dragon, Dragon Soul. Soul. Drag- oh I had so much fun with Dragon Soul. was <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't good but it was, uh, it was fun. Yeah. Rogue was Kingsbane. Oh, King's Bay. Yeah, Kingsbane. Bay. alright. The best, <laughs> yeah. the best yeah. one Fred's of the, okay. the group. Shaman is the rune. 8 mana here. 3 3 weapon
3: with. Or is it 3 2? I forget. But it was like, yeah.
2: No, it was a 3 3 when you attack, you recruit a spell yeah. and play it. And um, speaking of recruit. Has of anyone state? seen that played ever? Mm. Uh, it's. i saw it in one of the <laughs> uh one of the korean players brought it to one of the invitationals remember they used to do the the regional mm. invitationals where they would bring really ridiculous decks one of the south korean players would always play total garbage <laughs> including a rune spear shaman and he would win with it and he had a discard warlock i think it was lacari sacrifice warlock um <laughs> i'd yeah. never seen that card played ever oh man yeah it was it was ridger wins i think was his name i forget no. his name
3: but then there's yeah. the warrior one was eight uh, man recruit a, recruit a minion on each swing, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, woke, woke what, yeah, the woke, woke lever, yeah, <laughs>
2: the woke lever, yeah, and and then the warlock one I don't remember. Not
1: important.
2: Yeah, I Ooh. bet you, I bet you all can't name the demon hunter. There wasn't
1: one
3: because demon hunter didn't exist.
2: Ah. Uh. You didn't fall from my trap card. Or No, actually, the
3: Demon Hunter weapon was is just, like, War Glaze of Azanoth, because that card's ridiculous.
1: Was re- yeah. really
2: ridiculous. Yep. It's, was it 5-mana-3-4 at one point?
1: Yeah. Man.
2: R- Remember how, like, out of all of the day one Demon Hunter weapons, like, Umberwing was probably yeah. the worst one, and it was just a muster of yeah, the battle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I didn't play much. I didn't I didn't play much day
3: 1 because I was like I was like cuz like cuz Demon Hunter was just so
2: what well, Warglaives wasn't good yeah. enough day 1. So like the the next wave where I think we started cutting uh Warblades from the aggro Demon Hunter list and then it was Umberwing and Warclaves. Yeah. And Umberwing is easily the worst Demon Hunter weapon available to them in Ashes and boy was it Yeah. Gross. <laughs> I I still don't play Demon Hunter because of how
1: sour of a taste that first
2: first bit of time with Demon Hunter was, which is unfair to Demon Hunter. I think Hunter. the first 3 patches were pretty gross, I mean, right? Like the first 3, it's It was the first day was a bad dream. Yeah. It was bad. It was
1: it was as bad yeah. as any like over shaman. Well like was like been.
3: like when the when the deck was basically what like the five mana like dormant guy into uh, six mana six seven deals six to your face.
1: <laughs> the lady. No, you would you would
2: coin out and on four so you could skull yeah. on five. That was, you would Warblades on three, coin and on four, skull on five. It was gross. It was, and like in Wild for that day and a half, you could play Altruis and Skull in Odd D.H., and it was unbelievable.
1: Yeah, <laughs> do want to think about uh, it. I love uh, I it, tell you
2: what, I love yeah.
3: Odd D.H. right now. It is so good. It's It's not good, but it's like... Yeah. But it's like... It's it's one it's mana fine.
2: everything, plus, like, Stilt Stepper. It's beautiful. 23-1 <laughs> drops. Stilt Stepper, Dreadlord's Bite, Lothab, sometimes yeah. Leroy. Um, yeah.
1: Leroy Jenkins. Yeah. Bless your soul. Um... So I think that, that's it for this week, I think. Um, so thank you all so much for listening. Hat, do you want to let people know where they can find you um, if they don't know?
2: I want to see if this works. If you go to ridiculous hat.com, which was purchased for me for a dollar and 25 cents by a very kind listener over in the angry chicken feed. Um, it goes to twitter.com slash ridiculous hat, which is the hub of my content. <laughs> uh, so you can just go there. Uh, I do a bunch of podcasts if you're listening to this show I am certain that you are aware of my existence for better or worse Uh, so uh, I hope you enjoy slash I'm sorry Um, (laughs) but you can find me coin concede the angry chicken and the vicious syndicate podcast and also in whatever discord that you are in because I'm certainly there if you're talking about Hearthstone Um, and big thanks to the squelch boys for having me on Uh, we were just talking to aging hipster who made that amazing art did we talk about Uh, how good that art is yet because we can keep doing that let's do that right now it's really
1: yeah. good. Yeah. So, go yeah, got caricature artist, uh, aging hipster from our discord gave us um, just the most wonderful, wonderful picture, of the three of us. And I, I really can't describe it. You have to just go to our, our, uh, our, the squelch cast um, Twitter feed and you can find it there. It is absolutely amazing. I wish, I wish more than anything, my beard looked that good. Um, mm mm-hmm. That is a beautiful beard.
2: Your eyebrows, Dan. Your eyebrows are so amazing.
1: (laughs) I sent that picture to my family. And my sister goes, it looks just
2: like you. And I was like, thanks? (laughs) Yeah, when that caricature artist draws something and they're like, wow, it's so realistic. who am I as a person? <laughs> I'm like no. I'm like
1: I don't think that was, ma- but it looks great. <laughs> I mean, I love it. It's fantastic,
3: it absolutely wonderful. Um,
1: it's like it's so much fun. It just made my day, <laughs> uh, and it just goes back to our Discord being amazing, and you should join our Discord. Um,
2: yeah, I really like it there. So, aging hipster was saying, you know, as though. Because I was just on Play for Tempo a couple days ago. I said, when is... You know, I had ever been on Squelch. And the last episode I was on, October 2019. Matt, you were listening back to it today. We were talking about the Rune Terra technical yeah. alpha. Nope. I think. Or, the like, the closed my, beta period. Yeah,
3: yeah, the, yeah the, the initial, like, preview beta or whatever it was.
2: The five-day yeah. beta. My right? favorite part I of that podcast that. since I had
3: an opportunity to listen to the entire thing while I was waiting for my tires to replace, be replaced twice. Um, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, Yikes. Was... Like it was, there was the episode right before BlizzCon, and you said they needed to come out with some sort of new game mode, some sort of thing that's not just a constructed format. And guess what came out at that BlizzCon? At just a little mode, Duel. a little mode called Battlegrounds. That's yeah, yeah, big call. I was, I was super like
1: impressed mode. as well. <laughs> so I. I I had also forgot that was the that was the episode where like my soul left my body when I started laughing about the, um, it, the the Earth is a ravioli and and is a pop star it's a pop tart I just freaking yeah, died yeah the Earth is a pop tart um, yeah the Earth is a pop tart just absolutely slayed me <laughs> it slayed me all over again thing. I started thinking about it again I can't believe it was that long ago October twenty nineteen it which, feels like twenty I mean, years ago, I mean. We're <laughs> yeah. We're fourteen days away from
2: Squelch's two year second year birthday, which is also amazing to me. Wow! I know that's awesome. Yeah, you were just getting started, and also it was pre-COVID. So, like I said, a lifetime yeah. literally, ago. literally. It's it's yeah. It's that time of the world feels so different. Yeah, that was right before. That was during it was Doom in the Tomb. Because there was a, a lot of like like so yeah. seven
3: mana Mogu Doom in the Tomb.
2: Oh, gosh. All right. I remember that card being in Ashes yeah, mistake. <laughs> Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, Talk about Alec man. here on turn four. Yeah. <laughs> I want to thank that card. When I reviewed Blood Boil Brute in Ashes, I remember looking at the file and saying, is it seven mana? Does it have the text cost one less four? five out of five <laughs> broken every time they do a seven mana card with those words like it's corridor creeper it's mogul like I don't care what it does I don't care what the condition is five out of five and is actually broken. And Blood, Blood Boil was it.
3: really good That's really good still was good it was yeah. It was really well, uh, good in, no. Skipper
2: yeah. was really good Skipper was really good Blood Boil currently in no, standard no. does not see play
1: because no, Skipper was a good card that was yeah, a really yeah. good card I don't miss that card I, I know you guys miss that card. I can still play I... it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I academically miss that card. <laughs> I, I I have nostalgia for that card. I can think about how much I missed that card. If that was still in the standard for another year, I don't think that I would feel all that great about it. But I can I can I can contemplate how much I enjoyed playing it in those old feelings. Yeah, I was
3: playing a combo warrior about a month ago with uh, three when I and just playing that three mana three three um uh Blood Sworn mark again. Oh, it just felt like going home. It just felt like I was like putting on an old pair of shoes that were just, just comfortable.
2: Yeah. Like I said, Town yep. Crier in one. That's, that's yep. all you need to do. It's like, going, it's like going back to your high school reunion. It's like, oh, Town Crier, how you doing? It's like, no, I'm still in a the And then you both laugh. And then, and then there's a freeze frame and yeah. the credits roll. Yeah.
1: All right. I think that is a great place to say that. You can find all our social media and contact information over at squelchcast.com. And thank you very much. And remember that this is a game and that games are
3: supposed to be fun.
0: This is the end of the show. Everybody bye!